How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Hey, 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 what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Inspired by Freedom podcast. And this is episode number four. This is a podcast for travel lovers and adventure seekers and those who have chosen to leave a life of travel and adventure. And this episode, like always, I'm going to be sharing with you a lot of insights from my travels and more specifically, what I've learned from being in Mexico City for an extended period of time. For five weeks, I was in Mexico City and some of the key takeaways from being there for such a long period of time and how I think it's going to positively influence your decision to visit this beautiful city as a digital nomad and how my experience with travel has been. You know, some people feel like while you're traveling, it's always a bed of roses and you're having fun all the time. But while this might be true, there's also a side that people don't always get to see and if you're traveling right now and you're feeling that way i think this is an episode that you will relate to and if you're thinking about traveling this is something you should listen to because it's going to inform you on how you should approach travel if you're just getting started also i'm going to reveal where i am right now i'm in a totally different continent i know that's crazy but i'm pretty sure you're gonna love it when i reveal it to you so if that's something interesting then strap in this is going to be an Press an episode, get your your popcorn, your drinks, whatever it is you want to uh, get busy with while you listen to this, and let's dive right in. And before I go, I just want to mention that this episode is supported by Mainstack. Now, what is Mainstack, you ask? It's a, it's a one-page website builder for content creators and entrepreneurs. It allows you to showcase your work and your creativity without having to write a line of code. And its analytics dashboard gives you a deep insight into what your fans are clicking on and what they're most likely to engage with. Now, to create your own Mainstack page, just simply go to www.mainstack.app. That is www.mainstack.app. Now, let them know that IBF Podcast sent you. All right, without taking too much of your time, let us jump right into the episode and I will see you on the other side, my friend. Thank you. 
Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Inspired by Freedom podcast. I appreciate you tuning in if this is your first time. And if you've been here before, if you've listened to some of my previous episodes, I just want to say thank you for coming back. And if you haven't subscribed yet, wherever you're listening from, maybe that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Deezer or Google Podcasts, I just want to ask you to please take a moment. It takes about literally maybe two, three seconds to tap the subscribe button. And if you haven't left a review, reviews are a crucial part of podcasts. They're a, a way to allow the SEO of podcasts rank this podcast among you know the the top travel podcasts out there maybe we're not there yet but that is that is the goal that is what i'm trying to accomplish that is what we're gunning for in the next couple of months so it feels like i haven't recorded an episode in a lifetime when in reality it's only been a few weeks and honestly i've been traveling a lot and this is what i want to talk about in this episode how Things may not always be what they seem while you travel. Of course, if you're just thinking about it right now, or maybe you've been doing it for a good amount of time, you possibly know this, how travel can be really daunting, especially if you have to work and you have really work to stay on the road because traveling full-time is a full-time job on its own. Imagine now combining that with having a job, a full-time job, whether you are a freelancer or your full-time um, employee for a company who works remotely. So that's one of the things that I really want to touch on. Share some real-life experiences, be real, be raw a little bit. Because, uh, you know, every time people go on Instagram, they say, oh, you're just traveling. It looks like you're enjoying life. Yes, 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 you're right. I'm enjoying life. But at the same time, I'm probably working now longer than I would normally would if I wasn't traveling. And that is because in between wanting to explore places and wanting to, you know, enjoy the local environment that you've just, uh, you know, brought yourself into, you still have to do other things. And what would travel be if you don't explore, if you don't go out and see places and enjoy the rich culture and history of the places that you're trying to visit? So, that is, you know, just one thing I need you to, to, to keep in mind if you're thinking about traveling full time, you know, maybe part time or just about in any capacity. I spent five weeks in Mexico City and it probably is one of the best five weeks I've ever spent, you know, in my adult years. Of course, I've had some really great time as a kid, you know, spending time with family and all. But ever since deciding to go on this journey of travel and adventure, I... I haven't, I can't remember a time when I spent five weeks in a location completely new to me where I was just trying out new things, seeing new people, new faces every single day, trying out new food. And that is one of the things I love about my trip to Mexico City. The food was great. I was meeting new people every day. We were hanging out, just having a good time. And Mexico, the city definitely uh, at this point in time has a place in my art, even though my time in that city was very short. I am definitely going to be returning to Mexico City. Maybe some of the people that I met may have already gone by then. I'm pretty sure I will make new friends. And that is that is just the life of travel, guys. You meet new people every day. You make new friends. So five weeks in Mexico City, what are some of the things that 
I learned while there? Well, number one、uh, thing is that Mexico City is much safer than the outside world portray Mexico City to be. You know, if you watch all of this, you know, Western media outlets, they always portray you know places like Mexico City as a place where you don't want to go to. You know, with the drug problem going on, narcos and all those things. And I still get people asking me, "Well, how was your time in Mexico? Was it safe?" Hell yeah, it was safe. I had a really, really good time in Mexico City. I never felt unsafe at any point in time. And one of the things that I actually、uh, was very sad about was the fact that I had to leave Mexico City a day before Day of the Dead. So Day of the Dead is like an annual, you know, traditional festival that happens in Mexico, the entire country. But Mexico City has a ton of activities going on with people flying in from across the world just to enjoy,、uh, uh, you know, and take part in the activities that goes on in the Day of the Dead festival in Mexico. But unfortunately for me, my flight was. Scheduled to、uh, go out of Mexico City、uh, the day before Day of the Dead began, and it's like a week-long festival. But before then, I was able to participate in some of the things because you would see a lot of things happening, like、uh, a lot of trades going on, new things like vendors you know, by the roadside. It was just something you know to be a part of. But maybe next year I will be back in Mexico to participate in this you know annual festival. So Mexico City was very safe. I never felt unsafe at any point in time. And if you are someone who you know works in a Western world, maybe earns in in foreign currency, Mexico City you will find it very affordable.、Uh, for me, I found Mexico City pretty affordable. I was able to you know leave in ways that I've never been able to before when I was leaving. In the United States, I mean, I would take an Uber ride for two dollars, three dollars. That's some of the things that I love about the city. I never had any reason to, you know, to think about how much I'm spending. Maybe that may sound uh, uh, somehow, but honestly, for me, it was just one of the highlights for me in Mexico City was the fact that I was able to, you know, participate in things, go out, and really enjoy, you know, the local environment, the local culture, and delicacy, and the people. And I mean, the fact that I'm able to. To spend money the way I wasn't able to it does not mean that you know I'm you know I'm blind to the realities of the local people. In fact, if anything, it has allowed me to you know to be able to give back to the community. I mean, when I go out, I make sure that I tip generously because I know that these people are not earning as much as I am, and tipping them is only you know a very little way for me to to give back to them and to and to encourage them to keep doing the good work that they are doing, and which leads. Me to the third reason why I love Mexico is the fact that the people actually care about you. They care about the things that you, about the services they provide.、Um, I was talking to a friend the other day. Uh, when I went out to a restaurant in Mexico City for a digital nomad meetup, and one of the waiters on there was, you know, trying to get my 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 order, and they came with, you know, with like a napkin, a tray of napkins, and and a glass of water, and they actually. Picked up the napkin from the tray and placed it on my lap. That's something that I was never used to. I was looking around, thinking maybe it was maybe it was a mistake or something. And my friend told me, "Well, that is how things are in Mexico City. People actually care about you. They actually treat you very kindly." And that's one of the things I love about not just Mexico, but the same thing is what happens if you travel across Mexico. I think it would be even more. It would be even more,、uh, you know, pre. 
predominant in you know the places that are not as big as Mexico City because if you think about Mexico City you think about a p I mean a city with you know millions of people and they're still able to put in that level of of care and personality into the type of service that they provide. So that's one of the things I love about, you know, Mexico City, you know, people actually caring about you. There's no rush for you to get out of the restaurant if you're there. They let you take your time, and that's not something that I'm used to. Ever, you know, after spending years in the United States, you know, you get really used to, you know, this go 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 culture of people just trying to, you know, just trying to hurry you up, just trying to let you go like, you know, we're trying to have more people in here. We're trying to get more customers but it's not the same and people actually care so if there's anything i would take away from my trip to mexico city for five weeks it would be the fact that you know everyone i mean people are kinder than we than we think they are if you go to you know any country on the face of earth you realize that people are much kinder people are much you know uh, they and not as bad as we may think they are so that's one of the things i took away from mexico from Mexico City. So after my time ended in Mexico City, I had to fly back home to Baltimore to get some things done. Initially, my plan was to fly out of Mexico directly to Tirana, Albania, but something came up that I had to take care of in person in Baltimore, and I had to fly back to Baltimore for one week. I spent a week in the United States, and honestly, it felt like a month. It was the longest one week I've had in a while. And that simply, you know, means that after traveling or if you intend to travel around the world or you want to live a digital nomad lifestyle, you need to really ask yourself if that's what you want because it will be much harder to feed back in into the society that you left behind because a lot of things are not the same. Almost like it's almost like a culture shock. You know, you see people doing things differently that you're not used to, or maybe you've just gotten used to a different way of life. And that is something that I think I experienced when I got back to the United States. You know, I saw the way people drove and how how in a hurry people are to get to work, to wake up in the morning and to, you know, if, if they're working remotely, they just want to get on calls and they want to, there's just this faster pace of life that I was detached from for quite a while that I was struggling to get back into. And quite honestly, I I wasn't able to do that. I wasn't able to get myself to comprehend, you know, the new life that I found myself in for for the next one week. But thankfully, my time there didn't last more than a week. And I was on my way to Republic of Albania, which is where I'm recording this episode from. So Albania is where I am right now. I've spent uh, five days here already. I've made uh, two YouTube videos so far. And if you want to check that out, it will be on my YouTube channel. If Daniel did, you can go check it out. I, you know, made a first impression video about Tirana, Albania, and I did an apartment tour as well. So, I mean, this Airbnb, a little nice Airbnb, a one-bedroom, which is sort of like the best Airbnb that I've ever stayed in. I haven't stayed in so many, but this is really good. And I don't think I will ever come close to this type of Airbnb in a while. But every once in a while, when you travel, you should always try to, you know, spend a little bit, splurge a little bit, because it may, I mean, the the feeling of travel may be exhilarating at times, but sometimes you just want to have this feeling of of being at home, this feeling of, you know, just having some level of comfort. You want to have everything where it's supposed to be. Your washer and dryer, your bed, you want it to be comfortable, to be nice. The 
I mean, the room you sleep in, you wanted to have some little nice comforts that you would get back home. And that is what I tried to do here with this Airbnb. I went on and splurged a little bit on this Airbnb for about $35 a night. And I must say for $35 a night, this is really good. This is probably the best Airbnb in the, I mean, in the Tirana, Albania market right now. And I know this price is going to go up, but I digress. So I'm in Tirana, Albania for, I don't know how long I'm going to be here for, honestly, because I have a few places on my agenda that I want to touch in this country. I'm in Tirana right now. Some of the places I have in mind are, you know, Jarocaster, uh, Vlora, Duress, and, you know, Teth and Skoda. And I've read so much about these places, but some of the places I want to go to, like Saranda, Vlora, Duress, are some of the places that, you know, it should be visited in the summertime. But right now we're approaching a winter time and it's getting quite cold and I, I'm not sure I'm going to be enjoying it as much as I would love to. But still, I want to spend time in this country, just explore this country a little bit more, learn more about it, you know, about the history, about the communist, um, you know, regime that's been, uh, that was uh, in place for a long time before this country started opening up its borders to people. And I would just want to enjoy the nature because Albania is such a beautiful country. We have... Uh, Greece down south, which gets about 10 times more tourists than Albania. And that's, uh, I'm just going to spend some time here. I don't have any uh, rush to get out of here. Maybe I'll spend a month, maybe two months, maybe three months. We'll see. But um, a lot of these places I want to really touch and really uh, get to uh, put down some roots here and just uh, and just explore the country for as long as I can. So how long will I be here for? I don't know. Um, so Albania is home for now. And I will be just, uh, you know, getting myself settled into into the culture into, and making some friends and, you know, just meeting people. And I must say that, you know, the digital nomad culture here is not as 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 rich as broad as it is in countries like mexico because uh, albania is a country that is not uh, very much explored it is it is a country that's just opening up its borders you know but during the covid times albania has really served as a place for a lot of people because i've seen the trend go up and people trying to come here and if you look at the videos on youtube uh, you know about people talking about albania it's been getting a ton of views um, millions of views across you know different different creators, uh, mine included. Uh, I think the interest in Albania is going to go up in the next couple of years because people are now trying to, they're now starting to see what this country might have to offer in terms of, you know, its infrastructure. I mean, it's not the most uh, architecturally modern place, um, but it's it's got its own charm in different ways too. It, you know, the country is so, I mean, it's calm, it's beautiful in its own ways. I mean, if you are a data nomad and you consider it coming to Albania, I think this country is really going to be good because, I mean, one of the things I consider before I decide to go somewhere is the internet. Is the internet going to be uh, good enough for me to, you know, to be able to work and um, and do my regular things that I have to do online? But the internet in this country, especially in this um, apartment that, I, that I'm in, it's, it's, it's incredible. I'm getting about 100 megabytes per second upload and about 35 megabytes per second download, which is something that, I mean, similar to what I would get if I was back in the United States and even when you get out of your apartment and you use the regular line 
you still get 4G, which is pretty fast. I mean, faster than in Mexico, in fact. So Albania, in terms of infrastructure, will offer that. If you're a digital nomad and you're looking for, you know, strong, solid internet, you're going to find it here in this country. And, you know, the summertime is pretty, I mean, pretty warm. And they've got, like, some really beautiful places like Saranda, Vlora, Dures, Jarocasta, which is, these are really beautiful places, like, the nature is incredible in Albania. It's just um, surprising how people just never come here or how it's not been discovered. But that is why we do this. That is why we travel so we can tell stories about these places, about you know the things that they have to offer. I will be here for a while and I, I don't know where I'm going next. And that is the way that I love to travel. I don't like to like to plan ahead of time. In fact, where I'm going next in the next two weeks, I don't know. It might be Vlora, it might be Dress, I don't know. So um that is that is one of the things I, you know, just want to emphasize in this um in this episode. I just want to link back again to what I was talking about at the beginning of this episode. The fact that, you know, if you're traveling, I you know it's gonna be really stressful sometimes but um before you start traveling or if you're on the road right now and just wondering what is what why are we doing this why why are we bouncing from place to place well if you're doing it because you want to take fancy instagram photos i don't think it's it's going it's that is the best reason to do it you need to find a different meaning behind it what do you want to accomplish for me it's 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 about enriching my knowledge about places and people and culture because I've found that when I travel is when I'm most alive. It's when I'm it's when I'm at my best, when I'm meeting people, when I'm talking to new people and learn about new things and you know expanding my knowledge and broadening my horizons about things. And that is that is one of the reasons that will keep me going for the long term because I know that I will be doing this for a long time and if you thinking about traveling and your reason is to be in exotic places and to have and to have you know fancy photos on your social media it's going to be a long and hard and arduous journey for you so you need to find a reason behind why you want to be traveling because while I'm on the road I'm working harder now than I've ever done before I'm finding myself going to bed at 3am waking up at you know 8am 9am just to get out and you know shit content and work and do all of these things and you know it really builds your resilience it really builds your you know yourself your self-confidence because it, it takes you out of your comfort zone when you're always on the road when you meet new people and talking to new people every day and doing things that you would normally not be able to do if you were back in you know in your comfort zone in your home country or with your family and and whatnot. So traveling can be very arduous, but you just need to find a strong reason why you want to do it. And that is one thing that I really want to emphasize because I looked at my life over the past two weeks and I'm thinking, damn, if I was back in the US and I was just, you know, living a normal life, maybe my sleep cycle wouldn't be as messed up as it is right now. Maybe I would, you know, be making more friends. Maybe I wouldn't f- be feeling as lonely as I am right now. Because again, you will feel lonely when you're traveling, when you, especially when you're traveling solo. Um, that's why I find, you know, people who travel with their partners, you know, very lucky because uh, they can have someone by their side all the time. They can have someone who they can talk to, someone who can understand or relate to them or whatever it is that they're going to, I mean, through, they can discuss with someone 
someone, but as someone who's traveling solo, it's, it's going to be days where you feel like shit, where you just want to talk to people, you want to interact with people, and not just strangers, but people who really understand you. So I know this, I'm probably, uh, you know, talking about different things at different times, but that just tells you that, you know, the, the, the passion I, 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 I bring into this episode is something that, that you shouldn't toy with. And I hope you've been able to, you know, really enjoy some of the things I talk about and take some lessons out of them. And this is a podcast for travelers and adventure seekers. So if you are that, I want to commend you. And if you're thinking about it, you're thinking about traveling and just um, going out there into the world and, and seeing the world, I think you should do it. I think everyone should get a chance to see this beautiful planet that we live on. And I want to thank you again for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And if you've enjoyed it, um, make sure to to subscribe. That's that's really going to help us. And, 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 and send me a message. You can eat me up on Instagram. My Instagram handle is if Daniel did I post uh, posting about my adventures about my travels and I, I, I I'm also on YouTube if you want to watch my travel videos I try to be consistent on there um, it's it's if Daniel did if Daniel did at gmail.com reach out to me let me know where you're at in your journey right now and I will be happy to to chop it up with you and to just have some really awesome conversations that's that's what I live for Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I want to appreciate your time because uh, taking time out of a day to, to hear me rant for 20-something minutes is not, it's not a small feat at all. So I will see you in the next episode. Um, thank you so much again. My name is Daniel, and I will talk to you next time. Bye. believes that adults date better because when you date as an adult you get to be a little irresponsible with really responsible people rip the clothes off someone who actually knows how to put them away fall stupidly in love with someone who's actually really smart forget being hot get them to ugly laugh ready to crush on someone who makes you feel whole if you know who you are and what you want in a relationship match is the place for you adults wanted download the match app today